Welcome back to another episode of Surviving 20s. I have missed you all. It has been forever in a year. It feels like that I haven't recorded an episode. But if you are following us on Surviving 20s podcast, then you already know that I posted that we will have new content and episodes in August. So here is the first episode. But before we get into it, I just want to let you know that it is okay to take a break. I had to take a break from Surviving 20s. Um, I have been experiencing a lot of burnout with my job, with being a content creator, and then being in this pandemic, like, although we are outside, it seems like we're going to get back inside. And I'm just trying to prepare myself mentally because I work 12 hours. I'm tired. I'm always on the go. And plus, I have Surviving 20s, which is my baby but I wanted to know that I love you all and thank you for continuing to like and share the post on surviving 20s um for those who have asked to be a feature on the show just know I am reading everything and I will be responding to you shortly but without further ado this episode is for my freshmen the class of 2025 this episode is for you um, when I was a freshman, it was seven years ago. And it's crazy that I can say like that was seven years ago, but things have definitely changed regarding social media. Um, but one thing about it, the game still remains the same. Um, being a freshman has its pros and cons, especially if you are first gen, uh, freshman, first generational freshman, you're learning things through your own scope. Like it's not your parents telling you what to look out for. It's not your, um, your cousins. It's just you experiencing it for yourself for the very first time, which can be a blessing and a curse. So for all my freshmen, please get out your pen, your paper and take some notes. This is not me saying like, oh, you need to do X, Y, and Z. But these are things to be considerate of as a new person on campus, as a new kid on the block. So first thing first, it is okay if you change your major within that first semester. A lot of people change their major throughout their college career. I'm not encouraging you to do that. But what I will say is you're 18 or you may be 19. You're not going to have it figured out. So if you want to come in undecided, that's perfectly fine. But at least by the end of your second semester of your freshman year, try to figure out a uh, major that you want to major in. And for those that know the major that they want to major in, read your catalog. Like your catalog will save you so much time and energy and you're not taking classes that's not beneficial towards your your um, career or your major that you have majored in. Do not be discouraged when it comes to taking general ed classes. Unfortunately, the same classes that you took in high school, more than likely you're going to take them again for your fresh, your freshman and your sophomore year. Um, when it comes to your advisors, again, know your catalog from front and back because when you go your towards your end of your first semester, they're going to be expecting you to know the classes that you want so they can approve for that. If you are, like I said, a first gen, see if your campus has TRIO programs. Those are so helpful for people that are having a hard time navigating um, college. Because let's face it, college is this big 
fun experience, but sometimes people need additional help and that is okay. It is normal to be lost in a crowd with college and the parties and trying to get to know people. But remember, you are there for school. Some of y'all are there because you want to pledge and that's cool too. But you are literally investing your time and money to get a degree. So be mindful of the things that you do because that first week is going to be parties on um, on campus that the university has. And then there's going to be parties with the fraternities, parties that the uh, party promoters are promoting. I would say go to them, but don't get so consumed with parties because they'll have like Tuesday nights, you know, you going out or during a week and it can be easy to skip out on class or not go to class because you're too busy partying. Um, I know my, my freshman year, I partied that first week and I partied like at homecoming and like Halloween, but I knew not to get caught up in that life because it's so easy to get caught up in that life. And you will meet so many people from different schools that, you know, you want to click up with, you want to hang out with, and that's fine and Danny. But again, you don't want to just be so consumed with going out because that's a lifestyle within itself. No one is going to tell you to go to class. No one is going to tell you to do your homework. But what will happen is you will lose your scholarships at the end of the semester because you haven't obtained a certain GPA and no one wants to lose out on money. So when it comes to partying, just be mindful of what you can and you can't tolerate. And when you are at the club, if you are not well known with the fraternities, whether that's um, the D9 or the PWI, uh, the um, white fraternities and sororities, well, I'm going I'm to delete it out. But, and I'm sorry, y'all, I keep saying fraternities, but when I say fraternities, I'm also thinking about sororities as well. When you are in the club and you see them strolling, move out the way. Is it aggravating to see them strolling and you're trying to dance? Yes, it is. But it's just best to move out their way before anything else evolves into a fight. Do not break the line at a party. Do not go behind them and try to dance. Don't do that. They take it very sacred. Well, it is sacred. So when you see them in a, at a party or if you see them on campus and they're doing their thing, just stay out the way. Another tip since we're on, since we're, since I'm already talking about, you know, Greek life, if you are interested in joining a a sorority or fraternity, do not tell your roommates, do not tell anybody on that campus, especially for black fraternities and sororities, because discretion is key. What you may saw, what you may, what you may have seen all your life you know, you thinking, okay, I'm a, I'm a be a AKA, I'm gonna be an AKA, and you go on the campus and you're saying I'm gonna be an AKA, but then you get to know the Zetas and you're like, wow, I really like their sorority, but you done told on yourself and you done told everybody you want to be an AKA. Now you done messed yourself up. Vice versa for guys, if you want to be in a fraternity, be discreet, attend the events. You know, um, make yourself known without making yourself known. Do your community service on and off of campus. 
save your money. Make sure that you know somebody in that fraternity that could possibly write you a recommendation because it's much more complex than just strolling or wearing paraphernalia. When you start joining um, college organizations or just any organization on college on the college campus, it is easy to get wrapped up in that life. I myself, I was in several organizations and I was vice president of black student leaders um, community outreach program. And that took a toll of me trying to work on campus, volunteer and be a student. So pace yourself. It's okay to be a member of one organization because they are going to flood you with so much things, so many things that you can be involved in on school, which is great. But don't don't feel like you have to do everything all at once. It's just your freshman year. People will try to persuade you. Upperclassmen are going to try to persuade you to join. And nine times out of ten, it may be a great organization, but they are tired of being put in that position of where they have to be responsible for the organization and they want to pass the book. I'm sorry, but it's true. In college, they will pass the book on impressionable freshmen as to what um, they feel that they should be doing. So, yeah, think about that while you're at your college. Um, Do you want to join an organization? Do you want to be a member? Um, Do you feel like you need to figure out how you're going to manage that? Because in college, time management is key. One moment in the beginning of the semester, you may not have any papers or any assignments. Then next week, out of all your classes, you got three quizzes and two tests that's due or uh, or three papers that's due in a in a um in a speech. You just never know. So make sure that you organize your time when it comes to roommates. Hopefully you're enjoying your roommate. But if you're not. Always talk to your RA. It's not about being a snitch, but you're paying money to live in those dorms. Why not live comfortably? Um, Towards your end of your college, well, towards the end of your second semester, you may be thinking about finding finding a college apartment, and that's okay. But be mindful. Will you have that money to afford your rent? A lot of people move off campus and their tuition goes down and they possibly get a refund check. So a lot of people will use their refund check to cover their rent, but that refund check doesn't cover the entire year. Or what are you going to do regarding food if you don't have that meal plan on campus? So it's a lot of things to think of when you are a freshman, if you want to move off that next year coming in as a sophomore. But if you're unable to, don't feel like you're missing out because there are pros and cons with staying on campus all four years and there's pros and cons with staying off of campus. And think about it. Will you have reliable transportation? Especially if you're going to a big university, you may not have the transportation to live off campus or you may have to submit your um, housing quicker than Uh, upcoming freshmen because they may not have a lot of uh, room and board for upcoming freshmen. I mean, ah. Ah. but yeah, when you're buying, when you're doing housing, um, be mindful what's going to be best for you. If it's going to be staying off campus to save more money, or is it going to be on campus where you don't, you don't have to worry about a meal plan or paying bills. 
because a lot of people forget over the summer, you might want to go back home or you may not. But if you want to go back home, are you going to have someone sublease your apartment while you are back at home at your hometown? Do you trust someone enough to sublease your apartment? Because at the end of the day, you are still responsible for that apartment. So if anything happens to that apartment, you will be charged, not the person that uh, you are allowing to sublease your apartment. What's next, Quentin? Can you sublease your apartment? So Quentin is in the background. He didn't want to be a participant, but he's being my note taker. But yeah, a lot of uh, apartments, especially college apartments, they might not allow you to sublease your apartment. So that's something to think about as well. If I get an apartment off campus, will I be able to sublease my apartment during the summer? And you may be thinking, well, what they don't know won't hurt them. Well, when you get an eviction, that will hurt you. (laughs) but um back to student loans we all know and we all hate that we have to take out student loans but please pretty please understand the interest and understand that they will ask you do you want to increase this loan you have the opportunity to increase every student loan but why would you do that Why would you do that? That's just not wise because what happens is, excuse me if y'all can hear that car that just flew flew past my house. But what happens is when you increase that loan, so say if you had a 5,000 loan and you'd be like, you know what, financial aid, I want a $10,000 loan. You're going to have to pay that $10 loan plus interest. And then everyone does not graduate in four years. So just think about it. That loan could be growing interest while you're still in school or if it takes you five or six years just to complete undergraduate that that's still going to cost you more money or if you want to further your education you may be looking at a um hundred thousand to two hundred thousand dollars in debt because you've been extending all your loans while you were in undergraduate and not thinking about the future. So be mindful when taking out student loans. See if your campus um, have additional funds um, available. Financial aid, they will try to play you, but you have to be there on time right when they open to discuss all your bills. Ask your financial aid office if they have um, book vouchers. Some universities do offer book vouchers for students. So that could be something that you could explore. If you're, if you're living in South Carolina, see if you can get the Pell Grant. If you can't get the Pell Grant, see if you can get the South Carolina uh, state need-based grant. There are still like college scholarships for current college students. You can always check out, I think it's AKA eaf.org i had um received the scholarship for them as an undergrad as an undergraduate my freshman no my junior year but it's not only for like upperclassmen it's for freshmen as well so you have to do your research when it comes to scholarships because they are out there um and financial aid knows about them too but you got to do the work but that's it for financial aid um but i will say in college more than likely you're going to be broke so when you are able to have money 
be mindful of how you spend your money. <laughs> I remember my uncle used to send me $50 and I would either try to save that $50 or go to the club or I would try to buy an outfit. Like y'all, I was so ratchet. Well, I wouldn't say, yeah, I was so ratchet y'all. But my freshman year, I've never been to clubs. My mama wouldn't allow me to go to clubs. So when it was time to go to clubs, any little, any money that I got, I tried to spend it while I'm going out. But I would say if you have a family member or someone that's helping you while you're in school, save your money wisely. You are going to get tired of eating the school cafeteria food. It's trash. The calf is trash. So if someone gives you money, save your money. Make sure that you have like the most important things like your toiletry items, your personal items. Make sure to stock up on those because they are they go by so quick and you don't even realize it. Or you may have a needy roommate or some friends that want to borrow your stuff. And this is a good time to set boundaries because we're all going to have that friend that always needs something. Or you may be that friend and no shade to you, but sis, come on now. Y'all are all struggling. So use your resources wisely. Um, <laughs> while we're talking about friends, it can be hard making genuine friends on campus and that is quite normal you will find your people at least second semester may not be the first semester but maybe second semester you'll find your friends those friends that you first meet you know you may have had orientation with them or you know someone went to school with you from high school or it's just y'all click up I would say be mindful what you tell people because People may not have your best intention at heart. So you just got to be mindful when making friends on campus and off campus. I would advise anyone stay away from people off campus because they know more about the university than you do. They are at all the parties. They know all the upperclassmen, especially from dating them. Um, my first love at Upstate um in Spartanburg, if you y'all didn't know, um, he was around the campus type of person and he knew everyone and all his friends were at the campus. But I just feel like people around the campus, they start drama, not all of them, but yeah, they, they can, they can be dramafied because they're in everyone business or you may want to pursue them, but they're pursuing everyone else. So be mindful of dating people off campus because they know a lot more than you do. And even with upperclassmen, especially upperclass guys, when they see fresh freshman girls, they feel like y'all are naive and you're easy. And that's just what it is. Like they're going to try to pursue you. They're going to act like they, they really are genuine about you. And then when they get what they want, you know, they tell their friends and the drama, <laughs> the circle continues. And that's the same way for uh, the Greek life. Greek guys are the same way. Um, if you know that you want to be in a sorority, be mindful of what you do. Here's a tip. A boy in a fraternity cannot get you in a sorority, sis. If he's telling you that you can, if you sleep with him, he can help you with his, um, his, his sorority girlfriends or homegirls. That's a lie. Do not believe him. That is the easiest trick in the book to just get in your pants. And trust me, just like men, girls talk, men talk too. And they talking those sororities and fraternities because they're scouting out who they want in their um, organization.
since we're already talking about, you know, dating people or messing around with people, I would advise you to use protection. I know that you're like, duh, Bria, why wouldn't I? But on college campuses, walking STIs and walking STDs are coming. A lot of people are having sex and that's just what it is. A lot of people go to college and are virgins or they want to explore their sexuality. They don't know if they like non-binary people, um, cisgender people, whatever the case may be. But protect yourself. It, um, it, it, there are more people with STDs and STIs on campus than they are not. Um, and the pool of getting to know people or dating more people get smaller the more you have sex with people. I'm not here to slut shame anyone, but I just don't want you to be out here having sex with Tom, Dick, and Harry or Sheila, Rebecca, and you finally find the guy or the girl that you like, but you slept with their LS or their, their line brother, or you slept with their roommate. You know what I mean? So just be mindful as to who you have sex with, um, and protect yourself, protect yourself. If you do not feel comfortable with going over somebody's house or their dorm, you don't have to. If someone is always trying to ask you to drink with them or smoke weed with them, be mindful of stuff like that. Because why do they want you under the influence, under the influence so bad? You know, people still, um, people still get hurt. People still rape people. Um, there are a lot of undocumented, um, rapes, undocumented rape. Uh, uh, there are a lot of undocumented sexual assaults that happen at colleges and we don't talk about it a lot, but I want y'all to be mindful of who you hang out with and what you do with certain people. If no means no, honor that no. And if your body is telling you that they don't, if your body is trying to warn you that this person isn't the one or you don't feel comfortable with hanging around that person, don't hang around that person, whether it's the same sex or the opposite sex. People get really influenced and they lose themselves in college, especially that freshman and that sophomore year. And if you lose yourself, know that you can always find yourself and you don't have to do it alone because a lot of colleges do offer counseling. So if you need that additional support, I think you get like six sessions for free um, per semester. So that's something that you can do. You can talk to someone at a, at your college. Um, even if it's dealing with test anxiety, if it's dealing with, you know, just friends in general, whatever the case may be, go and use your counseling services at the university. It's already plugged in. It's already being charged into your tuition. So you might as well utilize everything that's on that campus. And again, well, Going back to test anxiety, test anxiety is real, especially if you're trying to, especially if you're still adjusting to taking tests or studying for college, it can be an, a bit an adjustment. It's okay to hire a tutor. I know I had a tutor my freshman year. Um, I found people that I liked that I was comfortable with studying with. Um, and even if you feel like there's something much greater that's impeding your learning, go to the student learning center and get tested, get tested to make sure that you don't have any like, um, intellectual disability or any type of, um, barrier that's making it difficult for you. 
for you to retain the information, learn the information, and able to pass your test. It is common for people to discover that they have a mental disorder or a learning disability in their 20s. It's not a shocker. It may be a shocker to you, but it's quite common to have some type of barrier that you are dealing with. Um, And another barrier could be alcoholism. I think in college, we always talk about, you know, taking shots and drinking and smoking. But some people, it becomes an addiction. And they also have that on college campuses as well. When you are a freshman, I know that you aren't supposed to drink, but let's face it, you're going to drink. People are going to offer you drinks, but be careful who offers you a drink because somebody can slip something in your drink that can slip you a Spanish fly in your unconscious or anything can happen. Or like I said, you may become addicted to alcohol. You may be at a college party, a dorm or somebody's house. And if the police raid, they're going to find you. They're going to find anyone. They're going to find so. Just be careful when you're drinking because it can lead into an addiction. Majority of college campus, if not all, also have in their counseling services an addiction program for people that um, are struggling with alcoholism. I think that it's so easy as as a person in college life, it's easy to drink. You're playing beer prong. You're you're doing all these games related to beer and alcohol. Um, the Greeks have their their drinks, right? Their signature alcoholic drinks. And people think that hey, this is just what we do in college. But it's like hey, this can turn into an addiction, and you don't want to be that person behind the wheel that is drunk and feel like they're comfortable with drinking that they end up either taking their lives, taking their own lives, or just wrecking their car like who wants that but be mindful that although something can be so harmless or so casual can have detrimental effects in the future I've seen where a lot of people have had kickbacks at their dorms or not necessarily in their dorms but at their homes and they're under the age of 18 and then the cops come and they charge them for having alcohol to underage minors so you don't want to do stuff like that and be careful if you're going to drink in your college dorm like people be whole life snitching out here or they'll snitch on you and say that you're smoking marijuana which you shouldn't do in the first place in your dorms but be mindful of the things that you do because they all have lasting consequences to them um but I think let me see is there anything else we need to talk about Oh, yes. If you are not a cleanly person or you haven't ever like taken out the trash or cleaned the bathroom, well, baby, you're going to have to get used to that because you will have your RAs checking your room. I'm sorry, but they they check it, I think, twice a semester. They will come back. They will check it. You will pass or fail. Um, and then they'll reinstate reinspect and I think after the reinspection if you don't pass you either get in trouble or you'll get fined luckily I am a clean person and my roommates were clean so we didn't have that problem but cleanliness is next to godliness take clean up by behind yourself clean up behind yourself okay that's all you gotta do is clean up behind yourself it takes nothing to Clean up. Mama and daddy is not here. Your roommate shouldn't be responsible for cleaning up behind you. Clean up behind yourself. Y'all are adults now. There's no excuse. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else? Get to know your professors. 
that is going to save you a ton, a ton of time. Get to know your professors, email your professors, build rapport with your professors. Do not wait to the last minute to try to get to know your professors because you're failing your, 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 your class. Like they don't care. They don't care if, you know, you've been the one that's been skipping class, sleeping in class, and now you just need two points from passing their class. They do not care about that. Get to know your professors, talk to them, do whatever you have to do to get to know them, and they will look out for you. I am living witness that they will look out for you. Um, Get to know your dean. You will be surprised at how your dean will advocate for you as well. Even if it's just if you see your dean out um, in, in the, even if you see your dean out at a college event, talk to them, get to know them. Cause you never know what may happen that you need your dean. But that's all my tips that I have for freshmen. Um, I hope that you have a great semester this year do not overthink it you are right where you need to be and if you feel that you're not you know get through this semester and transfer make sure your credits can go um to whatever school you're thinking about transferring to but yeah enjoy yourself be protected I hate that y'all have to experience your freshman year still in a pandemic but make the best out of it until then make sure to like subscribe and share this to your freshman friend Bye, y'all.